due to the misogynistic, racist, xenophobic, atrociously idiotic bigotry of this country, Hillary Clinton did not win the presidential election. Chris Antel still congratulates Hillary Clinton on her vicious fight for not only equality in the LGBT community, but for equality across the board. Congratulations. Enjoy the show. This is Chris Antel Radio. Good morning, good evening, good whatever time of the day you were listening to this lovely podcast. But we're in for another episode of Kiss Central Radio. I'm feeling kind of mellow. Me too, but I'm kind of, it's like I'm at the fine line of mellow but chipper. Mellow but chipper? Mm-hmm. I'm, I feel like I'm Theo. Um, did you ever have a Theo that had did 94-7 in their wave and he ended up being like Asian, but he was like the smooth, like black voice? No. Yeah, there was like this correspondent on 94.7 The Wave, and he was like... That might have been before my time. Maybe. I don't know if he was still employed, though. Who knows? But yeah, he a was like... smooth-talking Asian? He was just like, this is Theo from mm-hmm. 94.7 The Wave. And, da, 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 da. and he was like really notorious for like being like this smooth operator. I'll and then we you. all found out that he was Asian. So you know Theo. I'll say I'm Chris Michaels from WGCI. Whispers in the dark. <laughs> Shout out to Chicago. Shout out to Chicago. <laughs> so we got Smooth Chicago. We That's got... a throwback. You got to be born and raised from Chicago to know who Chris Michaels is from 107.5 WGCI, Whispers in the Dark segment. <laughs> mm-hmm. You Wait, what was that show that uh, that Chloe had? Chloe After Dark? Yes, Chloe After Dark in Miami with mm-hmm. the co-host uh, Terrence. Terrence J, yep. who was thriving with his Caucasian money on E. <laughs> He's not on E anymore. He's not? He hasn't been on E for about a year. They cleaned house. They got rid of him, Alicia Quarles, and Juliana Rancic. Jeez. At the same time, that's when Maria Menuno stepped up, Jason Kennedy. Kat Sadler. Sibley. I think Kat, Kat is gone, too. Kat is gone? Our favorite pocket dress. Dress with the pockets, I should say. I think she's gone. I think it's just Jason Kennedy... Um, and Maria Menounos, there's no lead host. It's like everybody co-hosts. Uh-huh. And shout out to Sibley. That's my good friend who, hey, Sibley. not to bring up a sore spot, but we all know her. Well, you all know her from when she mistook Jennifer Lewis for Wanda Sykes. That's my <laughs> homegirl. So, hey, Sibley from E! News. So, yeah, they cleaned house. Wait, so what is Terrence Shea doing? I have no idea. Mm, poor that. Making black movies. Right. He's running around with Tyler Perry. Mm-mm. Well, um, Shar, I mean, we talked a little bit before, but you had a, a raging Halloween party. And yes. you were Malia Obama. Yes, I was Malia Obama, and the internet in which I went loved up. your costume. My costume cost me, all I did was buy the Harvard hat. That was about $14. My shirt was 10 I made it myself. I got a mm-hmm. t-shirt, went to the Joanne Fabrics, bought stencils, then went to the Walmart and bought spray paint. And I made the shirt myself in five seconds in my room. Amen. Because I tried to go to the Sherman Oaks Mall and have it done at a kiosk. And the guy at the kiosk told me it was going to be $45. Right. I said, you have that lost part. your mind. I don't know if you saw my Snapchat rant that day. Um, but I'm like, you have lost your mind. So I made it myself. And the shorts I already had, the shades I already had, the earrings I already had, the shoes I already had. So in total, my costume was under $30. Mm. 
And I had 30,000 people view it on Instagram. 30,000 people. 32,700. She just taught me about analytics on um, the gram. Instagram, yes. So I'm going to have to check that. I'm not as popular. I only had like, my maximum was like 2,200. You know, I think it was the hashtags. Because I ended up having a dream that I ended up meeting Malia Obama. And it was very relaxed. Before or after the costume? This was after. Hmm. And it was very relaxed. I remember thinking to myself like, damn, ain't no secret service around this bitch. Like I just... Walked up on her and we and got she to ain't talking. her lesson. And we just got to talking and she was just so chill. And I was like, I was you for Halloween, like literally. So it was it was a fun costume. It was cheap and cheerful. A lot of people, you would have had to know the reference to know who I was. You had to be a Hot Topics girl to know who I was. Because some people thought I was uh, Janet. Some people thought I was Beyonce. I could see Janet because like the ponytail. The, the hat, hat, right, like... right. Some people thought I was Beyonce. Um, but some, a lot of people didn't know who I was because you have to be a Hot Topics girl. And I checked the hashtag and other people duped the costume, but no one did it as well as me. (laughs) Well, I got it. And it was actually one of my favorites. And also, uh, Kylie Jenner with Christina Aguilera. I thought that was really good. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, her wigologist was Christina the day before. You know, her wigologist Mm -hmm. is Tokyo Styles. Yeah, I'm I'm not Tokyo. He was Christina the day before, so I guess she liked (laughs) it and he tossed her the wig. Right. And they did it up. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I imagine that going down. It could be fun. Yeah. I mean, those wigs are pricey. Mm -hmm. Yes. I I I still want me a Tokyo wig, but I don't have $950 lying around. Right. Gotta get my life in. Maybe I'll treat myself next year. To a Tokyo wig? Yes. Around March when I'm like on, I feel like March is when I'll for sure, for sure be on my feet for the new year. Because mm. you know, I'm entangled with this move and traveling and shit. So, yeah. Shar's thrive. Shar has actually come up. She's moving and... When I think about this time last year, yes. It's Woo. been a total 180. Mm-hmm. <laughs> This time last year, I was talking to you all with tears in my eyes, probably because I knew that one of my dogs was dying. I ended up losing all three. You know, I'm going to save all of this for our end of the year episode before I go back to... The recap. Yes. But so much... I remember a year ago, um, I was unemployed at this time. My dog was really sick. Mm -hmm. I'm not going home for Christmas this year. um, Again? Again. because It's only because my friend's wedding clashes. Oh, uh, the one in Dallas. Yeah. That's New Year's Eve. Do you know how high that fucking plane ticket right, was? Right, right, right. And you already just came back from Chicago and Oklahoma. Yeah, I went to Chicago. I've been to Chicago three times this year. But, I mean, it's nothing yeah, like the holidays. Yeah, one of them, the them like, disappeared. Like, said, I think I texted you and I yes, was like, where was are you? March. And you're like, Chicago. I was like, what do you mean in Chicago? <laughs> that was like, in I March. Just, and you're like, so, I just... Don't tell nobody. That was, I was in March. Like, well, that's one of you. I don't know if you've ever had one of those flight deals where this is literally how it happened. I had a discrepancy with my roommates. Right. Um, yes. One of one of yes. the uh, utilities was off. It got mm-hmm. turned off, and I was livid about yeah, it. Yeah, because you asked. Because I pay my bills the, on time. What about the other room? I did, <laughs> and so what happened was, uh, it was a Tuesday night at eight p.m. Mm-hmm. I got so frustrated. I just started looking up flights. No, seriously, guys, this is how this happened. I had extra money in my pocket at the time. And I just randomly was on the phone with my mom. I'm pissed as I'm talking to her. You know how sometimes you just go down a rabbit hole with your laptop. You're just clicking on stuff. Mm-hmm. I saw a round trip flight to Chicago for $177, bag included, but God, Delta Airlines, and I clicked on that shit, and what was so funny (laughs) is, I just was like, mom, I'm coming home, she was like, what, because it was 8pm when we were on the phone, and the flight left at midnight, 
I threw some shit in a suitcase. Oh my gosh. Was, yes. I thought it was the next day. No, the flight left at midnight. In four hours yep. from booking. Yep. I booked it right then and there. Threw some shit in a suitcase. I didn't even let people know from Chicago that I was home, really. I mean, I went out and I, know. and I met, I had Except some drinks. Except Mama, who happened but, to be on the phone. <laughs> literally. And I flew into Chicago, and I was uh, I was home by the next morning. And I literally stretched out on my mom's couch for three days because I was off from basketball. That's when basketball-wise, if you all watched mm-hmm. this most recent season, they went to Big Bear. Oh, yeah, so yeah, they yeah, went to Big Bear, and I didn't go with them, even though I was supposed to. I didn't go with them. So it was like I have a week off. One of the utilities is off. Mm-hmm. I'm cold. I'm irritated. Mm-hmm. I was gone. I left Tuesday and came back Friday. Mm-hmm. Y'all no, need to look I, at. Y'all need to try was, it sometime. I was on the Starbucks. I was at Starbucks on Hollywood and Vine, and I was texting you. And I said something along the lines of like, not where are you, but it came up in conversation. Like I'm in Chicago. I was like, what do you mean you're in Chicago? <laughs> I saw you. Like I dipped out. No one knew where I was. No at. one knew. And that was the beauty of it. My phone didn't ring at all. Yeah. But anywho, what yeah. did you do? I noticed that you weren't at the Halloween party. Um, so that was the same day as Malls of Pride, and I and you know, so I saw that you were there with my sis Isis this year. I was, I was actually. Yes, you should have really... told her. You should have been like, uh, "Hello, I know Charge. I sell Isis knows She's me." She's hilarious, yes. but like she, we're talking I, Isis King Isis from King. Top Model. Yeah, and then now Strut on Oxygen. Yes, Strut on Oxygen. Um, but yeah, I went to Malta Pride, and she actually hosted. She, I don't know what was supposed to be happen, but she hosted a walk off runway. I don't know. I ended oh, up... like a walk-off, like we're pitting each other. Right, right, okay. right, right, right. Who can walk the and, best? You know, Mazda Pride, is, uh, for guys that don't know, is the largest LGBTQ. So last year, actually, Char was actually part of the Kiss and Tell uh, and Youth Focus and, and cried in front of the kids. <laughs> I cried. That's when in we typical... first... No, she didn't cry. She wept. Right. And that is when we first encountered a they person. That was a yes, lot of yeah, because she checked me because I said they Ms. checked Ms. you. Sorry, they checked me, yes. which I'll have to always probably be checked for the rest of my life because yes. I don't know. A year later, and we're still and, befuddled, and I'm still confused about with they. the youth of this generation. Yeah, so I said something about Miss President. She said, "I'm not Miss President. I'm they." And I was like, "Excuse me, just the president, I guess." Like, no, you said Madam President. Madam President. Yeah, and she um, checked took me offense in front to of it. Her forty and peers they checked you. In front of Jeez, their, and I, and I still can't get it right. In front of their forty. Well, that was actually because I went to I did the parents and professionals uh, circuit with the workshops. Okay. And a lot of the parents were just like, I don't know how to deal with my child because they're telling me that they're they, and I'm just like, no, you're my son or you're my daughter or, and like it's almost easier for them to be like, oh, you're a trans son or a trans right. woman. Then but when you put in the whole like, they. I look like. A girl, I talk like a girl, but don't call me a girl. I'm a they, and then they're just that's because like, we are we are conditioned to uh, submit to the binary, mm-hmm. and the binary. I know that I'm extreme. I abide by binary uh, things because I'm a woman. Um, a lot of that's what I don't even want to get into this discussion. But <laughs> the trans umbrella is broadening and broadening and broad, and right. that's because I believe it's because they have nowhere. To either A, put people, or B, they don't want to con- further confuse the general public by starting a new chapter, like starting a new tab. Mm-hmm. So they just throw them all under the well, trans umbrella. Well, that's actually interesting because I went to a panel and one of the girls there was trans. And she said that she went to a trans workshop or a focus group or something. And one of the men in there looked like a woman, talked like a woman, dressed like a woman. But was like, no, I just want to be a pretty boy. And so she was like, well, why are you at a trans 
workshop. I told you once so upon I'll, a time there was an older trans woman who wrote in a group that I'm in on Facebook, and I thought this was hilarious. And some of you all may deem this as problematic, but what she said is, <laughs> "Honey, basically what she said this is to the effect." Honey, I don't know what a trans woman is. Back in my day, we transitioned to become women. We transitioned into womanhood. So I'm so deep into my womanhood, I don't even know what a trans woman is. I'm a woman. And so I thought that that was so funny because you'd have to know her to get the the joke. Mm -hmm. But uh, like I said, some people may deem that as problematic. But I thought it was funny. And I think that it just further confuses the general public when you have non-binary trans people. That's all I'm saying. Right. And I'm not vilifying or attacking. Or just non-binary, just people in general. When you have non-binary people or GNC people, gender non-conforming people, sometimes that may be problematic for trans people. Let's look at the other side of the coin. Mm -hmm. Um, Because it may, I know my mom calls me frequently with questions. My mom is an educator. So, you know, as an educator, you want to take extra steps to be sensitive to the student body and as someone in the community, I can't always answer all of her damn questions because I can't speak for anyone else. Nor and if can there's I. a they running around the school, I, I, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you because that's not my experience. And I don't know firsthand anyone who identifies with they. So, um, Actually, it's funny because my uh, mentee Leo was on a panel last week. And it was yes, an LGBTQ. with Savannah Garcia, mm-hmm. who I did Glee with, who star well co-starred in um, mm-hmm. Hollywood Divas this season. Yeah, she and was, it was like, horrid. I'm a reality star. Oh, it was horrid. Oh yes, it was horrid. <laughs> a lot of people, Dustin talked about it. A lot of people, the Reed and the Friend Zone talked about it a lot because it was very transphobic. A lot of the language Yikes. used. It was a nightmare. I believe if it. If you, it's on YouTube. Go watch it. And, mm-hmm. and it was a short season. They only did six. It was Hollywood episodes. Divas, right? Hollywood Divas season three. They only did six episodes this season. So it's the final three is when it gets really, really transphobic and really problematic. And granted, Savannah was no angel in the series. She did her due diligence of crap too. But really, it, she seems so mild mannered. Oh no, not on, on the that panel. show. No, 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 no. Because no. I was like, you're a reality TV star. You seem very quiet and reserved. Well, I'm sure after her mentions <laughs> during the, Ooh. you know. They that added her very, on, oh, yes. on the squatter. That could be a very humbling experience sometimes. So, uh, yeah, if you all get a chance, check that out. Savannah yeah. Garcia, we worked together when I did season, ooh, I think that was season six episode, or season seven, episode six, one of the two. The transitioning episode of Glee mm-hmm. in the choir. That's when I met her. Mm-hmm. Well, Leo. <laughs> but what Leo was talking yeah, about. Leo yeah, was, Leo was representing the queer um I guess population and he had called me like upset and was just like you know after the panel before the panel I guess they did like a run through which I don't know why no right I was about to say authentic answers anyone with common sense would know not to do a run through of a panel right of a panel what is this mm -mm, you get the questions I wouldn't even agree to that no yeah so anyways he called me just very upset and he was just like you know what they're trying to tell me what queer is and i i just don't want to look dumb on stage i was like leo i don't even know what queer is i was like queer it was put into the acronym just to be a broader spectrum and like i can't i can't my understanding growing up queer was an insult right it was like almost equated with the f word Mm -hmm. and so i don't know if they reclaimed it it. like the n-word or what but queer was a very Mm -hmm. i remember watching the matthew shepherd story and queer was pretty 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 bad queer eye for the straight guy kind of curved that you know 
definition. I don't know. Who knows? But yeah, but I was pretty much told him, I was like, you're on the panel discussion, so the point is to speak your opinion. Your opi- so like, if you identify as queer condition. and that's your definition or whatever it is, then don't let anybody else tell you mm-hmm. what it is or who you are. And so, mm-hmm. and like now, I, I don't even know what queer is to be honest. Like, you know, the, the LGBTQ, XYZ, LMNOP, QIA, and the I divided is for by intersex. Fixed, yeah. And the A, oh, I forgot what the A is for. I stopped. I'm trying, trying to, to memorize this so I can. I, look, if you want to identify with whatever, just let me know and I will do so. But you can't expect me to memorize everything because it changes literally every week. It does. It's just like, this is what I am now. I'm like, okay, cool. But I can't keep up. And if I get it wrong, don't be upset, please. But We're all still learning together, guys. Look, these new generations, which I will say, they're very unapologetic for who they are. And I think, like, with this whole walk-off thing, like, this boy got up, got up there and was in a black t-shirt, some jeans, and the biggest, tallest high heels I think I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And walked it off and did a thing. And, like, these kids were just so un- unapologetic for who they were, and I actually admire that because when I was, you know, 16, 17, 18, and even into my early 20s, I wouldn't have been able to be comfortable mm-hmm. with my sexuality be acting like that in front of a stage. Because I was on stage, but I just wasn't comfortable. But, right. <laughs> <laughs> but anyhow, to these topics. Uh, so the past... Well, Beyonce, I'm sure you saw the performance, both performances at the CMAs and Miss Queen Sugar Mm -hmm. this week. Wednesday night had me totally shook and distracted. Did you watch the entire like award show? No. Okay. I only watched Beyonce's performance. I was not interested in the entire award. I saw the highlights the next day, and I really am a fan of Dolly Parton, so I'm glad that she was honored. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love Reba McIntyre. Like, I have some country favorites. Love Carrie Underwood. Carrie Underwood. She's so pretty. Um, But no, I did not watch the entire award show. The tweets, well, we're on the West Coast, and so they showed them live on right. the East Coast, and so we couldn't watch it anyway. I was, I was cracking kind of, up at the East Coast feed. I was, like, the Because pe- it hit us at Black five, Twitter. 5 o'clock. No, it was five 8 o'clock. o'clock out here. No, it was it was 8 o'clock there, 5 o'clock here. Right, 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 right. That's right. Because yeah. so so I was still at work. Here. Right. <laughs> and I was ready for, because the rumor was that Beyonce was going to be opening. Opening, right. The and first eight that, minutes. Mm-hmm. But that was the Dolly Parton and tribute. And what came, she came on, what, maybe like two hours Towards in? the end, yeah. They made sure they blocked, solidified those mm-hmm. ratings. Mm-hmm. Used mm-hmm. my sis. As she did. And the rating for the six minutes that she was on stage was 6,000 times <laughs> more. The, the highest ratings that they'd ever seen. Mm-hmm. And it was, in it was CMA dope. history, and this was their 50th anniversary, so this was a big show. Right. Uh, so, but there was a lot of um, argumentation on both ends. So a lot of the um, country music uh, community was upset that Miss Formation was going to be on stage um, doing her country song, because Daddy Lesson is a country mm-hmm. song. Which I'm not a huge fan of. I think I've said uh, that know, before. I love Daddy's Lessons. Uh, if I, only even for the beginning, that New Orleans mm, feel. And then the remix with the Dixie Chicks, they got that Zydeco in that bridge, baby. Mm, oh, I, yes. I, it's I, so I click Louisiana. Next every single time. I think listen to it full t- all the way through one time because, you know, I love like drops right after. Um, but a lot of people were upset and. Because she's black. Because she's black, right. But she's because she's black and also because she did, they were remembering her from the Super Bowl. Because Rihanna's performed at the CMA. She did a... Uh, Justin Timberlake 
uh, Megan Trainer, Taylor right, Swift, right, 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 Kelly right, Clarkson. Right. Every year, I think even did Ariana perform? <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, every year Probably. they have someone who is not a country artist at the CMAs, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and for whatever reason, people need to really explore and challenge their thoughts as to why they equate being anti-police brutality to being anti-police. Right. Because Beyonce has never said anything disparaging about the police. Right. They're so pissed off about the Super Bowl performance and her showing up at this all-American, you know, event that's the most watched, you know, we're supposed to come together. Tammy, Tammy, Tammy... Tommy Loren. Oh, right. Yeah, this... I blocked it, her. Well, actually, her name you is... Her. I did not block her, but her name is Muted, so I can't see if anybody ever addresses her or anything because it's too triggering for me. Right. And she makes me want to punch a wall because she is so uncomfortably ignorant. Mm-hmm. And she's only 23 years old and has so much to say. She's like Ann Coulter, Jr. Mm-hmm. 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 In the making. She might even be worse than Ann. Anne never had her own show to spew her own blood. Anne has always been a correspondent and an author. This woman is, and Anne is not coming out talking about everything. Every time something happened, here come, you can bet your bottom dollar that Tommy Loren is going to say something. And it's going to go viral again. But it was so, and they also posted something on the um, the CMA social media feed that was actually taken down the next day because all, allegedly because all of the racist comments that people were putting up there but it was they also erased a, every trace of Beyonce trace from of Beyonce everything from their Facebook gone. from there it was like she wasn't even there gone. which pissed me off because like I wrote in my Facebook post for Char Says So is that you know it's unfair and you know how I always feel that black women black women bear the the brute of most of the bullshit that happens because it's mm-hmm. been a proven fact um, it's Welcome unfair for you to use Beyonce and her name to plug and promote your show. And then when you get the ratings that you, you trolled us on top of that mm-hmm. because you let that For rumor, two whole ass hours. Two, you made sure those ratings were locked in because you knew that people who had never even heard of what a CMA is were tuned in because they knew that Beyonce's name was attached to this award show. And then for you to sit up there and get your rating CMA and, and to, to, to then follow it up by erasing Beyonce as a whole instead of... Maybe even, there's plenty of things they could have done. They could have disabled the comments. Mm-hmm. They could mm-hmm. have, uh, I don't know that this would be a lot to ask, but they could have asked PAs to sit down and literally flag all inappropriate comments. There's things that, that you can do as the web hoster or the domain host to type in the little, you know, whatever, whatever, like trigger words or problematic right. words where it won't even let you post the comment if you have the N-word in your... It won't even let you post. Mm-hmm. So there's plenty of things that they could have done and I thought that that was just so cowardly for them to to bend to their mm-hmm. racist bigoted fan base at Beyonce's expense after you used her for ratings. That pissed me off. Well, did you see the rumor that Beyonce actually requested to have the pictures taken down? But I just didn't believe that. No, Beyonce asked because they had put her in a promo that Mm -hmm. her and her team had not approved. That is what she asked to be Mm -hmm. taken down. Well, I think because she likes the surprise element and she wanted her performance to not be promoted. Like she did at the Clinton. Right. Or the Jay-Z concert. It was not something that was like, oh, the aftermath, take all my stuff down. It wasn't something like that. But fuck them. Yeah, fuck them all. And and they actually, the closest thing they did was they retweeted with the Dixie Dixie Chicks posted. Oh, Natalie from the Dixie Chicks was not playing with you hoes. Mm -mm. 
And neither was... Did you see Rose McGowan on TMZ? No. Oh, my gosh. Keep talking. Let me see if I can find the clip so I can play it on the show. Go ahead. Rose McGowan, if you all are unfamiliar, she played uh, Paige Matthews Hallowell on Charmed. You know, after... Oh, yes, Paige. After uh, Prue oh, was wait, killed I off. I did see something like that, but I didn't see what it actually yeah. was. Oh, she went off. Hold on. I'm looking up the clip now. Look at the clip. But, yeah, if you haven't seen the performance, you know, and then um, La Portia... Um, had the audacity to start going off online as well. Saying she that doesn't her... want a career. No, Here she we go. doesn't at all. You don't troll Beyonce. We saw the uh, Dixie Chicks and Beyonce performance last night. What would you think about that? I thought it was an incredible bridging of two cultures and really important actually for America. I think the Dixie Chicks were done wrong by their fans and I hope they reclaim their throne because they're amazing, strong women. And Beyonce is a fierce power warrior goddess. So those two combined... Yeah, it was electric. Awesome. Now, now this morning the Country Music Awards, the website, they actually scrubbed all images of Beyonce and the Dixie Chips uh, because a lot of fans were posting uh, racial comments and, and stuff like that. You know, because well, those people need to fall off the planet. Fall off the planet because uh, bye. bye, bye, deplorables. See ya. They're deplor- Yeah, because they're they're upset that they're Black Lives. Uh, the Country Music Awards. Well, they need to Sorry, stop. Uh... Black lives do matter. You think they should have just kept them on the website, or? I think they're a bunch of chicken shits. And they need to stand up to a bunch of rednecks. Who cares if they like stupid country music? They can go fuck themselves. Maybe they should have scrubbed the comment section and said... Obviously. You don't punish women. You punish perpetrators. Yeah. People need to start thinking. Chicken shits. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for your time, Rosie. Come on, Paige. That was TMZ. And in case you missed it, because my mom decided to text me, she did say black lives do Do matter. matter. So, yes, when I saw that, I was like, oh, bitch, let me go order the Charmed box set from season three on. Right. All Um, of it. I thought that that was a lot. You know, it speaks volumes when you have, in particular, white people. Yes. Um, that's, that speaks volumes to see how socially conscious and aware she is. And like I said, even with the Dixie Chicks. And it's, it's, it's and a, even like with women too. She was just like, you know, they're both powerful Beyonce's women. Beyonce's fierce warrior goddess. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel that it's important to acknowledge on Kiss and Tell how the country did turn their backs on the Dixie Chicks when they openly criticized President Bush and his, uh, quote unquote, war on terrorism. The country music audience and the state of texas lost their shit the dixie chicks remember they had to go in hiding and mm-hmm. then their resurgence is literally my favorite dixie chick songs it's called not ready to make nice you all better pull that up on your apple music it is such a great song not ready to make nice by the dixie chicks that is their comeback from the uh from being exiled really from their own community Mm-mm-mm. well if you guys watched the voice ashley amal's a pride right before um Isis King went on stage. There was a performance from Billy Gilman, who was on season 11 of NBC's The Voice. And he actually, I didn't really think about it, but he was like, you know, when I came out as gay, I got a lot of criticism from middle America. And I was like, wow, because you think about like rap music and how it is with like homophobia, but country mm-hmm. music is the same damn way. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't really Country like, put culture that together. Right. It's the same way. It's un- they call it un-American. Mm-hmm. Anything that goes against their core values is un-American. But to go back to your point before I played that clip about La Portia, my, the way that I see it is La Portia does not want a career. Oh, she has no. openly opposed no. gay marriage. And that's not saying that she's not entitled to her own opinion, but she has openly opposed gay marriage. Keep in mind, this girl is from Mississippi. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, she has this Beyonce criticism, which 
she is entitled to, but I think that it's tacky to talk about your fellow musical peers. Everyone in the industry knows that. Um, when I get my talk show, I'm not going to be sitting up there talking when? shit about my uh, talk show peers, whether it be daytime or primetime or nighttime. I won't be talking slick. It's a certain thing. Wendy Williams coined the term, to my knowledge, is called kitchen table talk. And that means that it is reserved for the kitchen. And you never, especially when you're in the public eye, you never publicly criticize your peers. Mm. Unless it's some BS, like T.I. calling out Lil Wayne on his black Right, I was just about to bring that up because... But you, you know. never do that. And so LaPortia, for her to be a newcomer and not even the winner of American Idol, you are mm -hmm. second runner, well, first runner up. I haven't even heard LaPortia sing, I don't think, because American Idol has either. really jumped the shark. Um, and so it's just like, girl, go back to whatever hole you crawled from. Because mm -hmm. we're not interested. Who cares what LaPortia Renee thinks? Of, is that her name? LaPortia Renee? LaPortia something. Who cares La what she thinks of Beyonce? I certainly don't. Do you? Mm-mm. And, you know, we've all seen, you know, people criticize Beyonce. And, like, the beehive is vicious. Like, remember the politician that said, like, you know, yeah, her she lyrics, like, she had to delete all, all of her social media because the beehive attacked her. There's so many bee emojis. Well, because on top of that, that wasn't even what Beyonce said. Right, that was, like, uh, Frida. Frida, right, right, right. So, yeah, it was a mess. But, yes, uh, you know, Paige. I did not come to play with you hoes. I came <laughs> you to slay, slay bitch. bitch. This is a woman that we're going to take advice from? Girl. That is not a Beyonce girl. girl. <laughs> and she tried the fuck out of that. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, Paige says Black Lives Matter. But Little Wayne actually just did an interview on Nightline. Where he said that Black Lives Matter sounds, I'm not going to say exactly, but it was like foolish, something along those lines, where, you know, he can't identify with Black Lives Matter because he's rich and he's, um... Okay, Wayne. Right. All I also, said was that Solange needs to revoke his seat at the table. Mm -hmm. It made me mad that he was on <laughs> Mad, um, the song Mad, and it's just like, you were so pro-black and Black Lives Matter mm -hmm. when uh, Louisiana, when New Orleans was Bikini Bottom, I saw that on Twitter, um, when New Orleans was Bikini Bottom, so funny. you were Black Lives Matter. Um, but now all of a sudden, because you're in a different tax bracket, like Wayne, mm -mm. I try to like you, but like I said, Solange needs to revoke your seat. You're no longer allowed at the I table. don't know why people still ask him serious questions. Like, the man is consistently high and out of his mind. Well, it ruins everything. I hate when our celebrities weigh in and it's so, like, off. Because mm -hmm. it makes you off. not like them. Yeah, and Wayne, I mean, I love Lollipop, but after that comment, I was just like, I love right. a lot of vintage Lil Wayne. I love a lot of hot boys Lil Wayne, but he like, you know, it's like, mm-mm. After you back it up and stop, and whack, yeah. whack, 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 it like it's hot. That was a big break. Um, But anyway, speaking of big breaks, did you, or Twitter even... Did you see the um, the penguin homewrecking video? I did, and I thought that it was hilarious that, of course, Twitter created Twitter handles for her and mm -hmm. her husband. But I did see that uh, Nat National Geographic posted a clip, for those <laughs> yeah, of you who do not know. Set it know, up, set it up. About a couple of penguins, and basically the husband finds out that his wife is cheating on him. He ends up getting into a physical altercation with... The uh, the uh, the side nigga penguin, and the wife ends up choosing ultimately the side nigga over the main, and they get into another fight. And so of course Twitter and physical had a is an understatement because I have never seen anything quite like this. Like the Blood, penguins were yeah, bleeding. The yeah, video clip was like maybe a minute and thirty seconds, and like you know we've all watched National Geographic mm -hmm. like the way like 
as we look at the penguin, like it's being explained like this. I'm gonna start like watching this, it again. But this penguin is being this other penguin's ass, where there is blood. There is, and like the woman's just they're trying to watching. gouge out the eyes and stuff. Like I'm yeah. gonna start watching it again, only because if they're doing content like that, and I saw one when Snoop Dogg was narrating, um, which was funny as hell. But mm-hmm. I, you know, I just find shout people, out to him and Martha as well. Yeah, I think their show premiered tonight. It did. Um, I just find people so exhausting after a while. So instead of reality TV, you know, I've been trying to do more scripted. But I, I think I'm going to subscribe to some mm-hmm. Nat Geo. It's Me relaxing, too. If you ever need mammals. something to go to sleep, two, turn on the Nat Geo channel. Well, Shark Week is like a huge deal. Yeah, is I'm that not on... a fan of Shark Week. I love when they do like the rainforest stuff. I the, love the the frogs, the fro- right? The, the floor of the Amazon mm-hmm. and all that, and aquatic life. I love when they do marine life. That's so much fun to me. I feel like marine life always like gets me depressed because there's so many issues. What? No. There's always trash. There's like endangered species. No, no, no. no I'm talking about when it's the fun stuff, when it's glow-in-the-dark fish that you've never heard of before. Oh, like and that school, deep, when they, deep ocean by the yes, Titanic Yes, and when one. they create stories like Little Normandy. Like they give them names <laughs> and follow them. Little Normandy is going Normandy. back to school type thing. Little Normandy is hunting for food but has to watch out for mm-hmm. the shark. So yeah, I or like stuff like that. Buried inside the sand. Oh, and the desert ones are good too. The mm-hmm. the cre- so the creatures on the Amazon rainforest, aquatic marine life, the and nice desert aquatic marine life because I could get very depressing very quickly. I've personally never seen one with this duck has a plastic wrapped around. I've its beak. seen the manatees getting like chopped up on their backs by the speedboats. I have never I've seen, seen the that pollution, on that the oil spills. I've never seen that. It's really sad. That is horrible. I, I couldn't watch that. Um, that sounds like a PSA yeah, more than a program. No, I, I had to go back to Rugrats when I was a kid. It was traumatizing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, if we could apply it that, because like it honestly was sad. I mean, it was a laughable situation, like especially with Black Twitter again. Because they go through again. it too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if you were to ever, you know, see, let's just say your man Tyrone, Mm -hmm. and you walk in, and Tyrone is with um, LaDasha, would you feel justified to verbally and physically assault this woman? Now, see, the the mature person in me wants to say, if you don't want me, then you don't want me. What's there to fight over? But I believe that there's a respect issue. And I don't know, with the other woman... Honestly, it depends on if she was even privy because there have been plenty of situations that I've been in with with these boys and these men mm-hmm. where I have no clue that you're even romantically tied on a serious level to someone else. So it depends on whether or not she knew which that'll determine my reaction because if you knew that is the ultimate mm-hmm. sign of disrespect, but if you did not know, I can't say that I I'm taking it out on him. I mean, but if you were walking in and you see it, ha- I mean, do you have time to ask her? Like, did you know? Like, what's your? I like, honestly, is it, Jace, in all honesty, in all honesty, I don't know how I would react if I turned the key to my house and someone was in my bed what with the my hell man. Is going on I don't know how I would react. I would probably black out mm-hmm. and then wake up in a holding cell. Like, I, <laughs> I do not know, and I'm not someone who incites violence. But you know that I've never been in love. Yes. So if this is someone that yes. I love or someone that I even like, like I can imagine that's just such a violation to me. It's like throw the bed out. Mm-hmm. Fuck washing the mm-hmm. sheets. Throw Burn the it. whole bed out because it's a violation and I'm not going to even be able to lay my head and get a peaceful night's rest because I'm just going to be thinking about mm. the many or the times mm. that I didn't know and I'm mm. laying on dirty sheets. Mm. 
That brings me And I didn't even know this bitch was at my house while I'm hard at work at the BMP. Right. Well, that's funny that you kind of like bring that up too because there was a situation where I was dating this person. We weren't officially together, which I'll give them that. Um, But uh, basically, I found out after that, like, this person was fucking around with other dudes in the same bed that I laid my head in. No, that's disgusting. Like, they were, like, were they even being courteous enough to change the sheets? No. Or you're laying the in their swill? The sheets that I bought. So you were laying in you were laying in their swill. Mm-hmm. That is the most trifling thing I've ever heard yeah, of. Yeah, and I was just like, oh no, oh no, oh like literally like every. Mm-mm. So yeah, needless to say that just if I, I don't know what I would do. I I think I've kind of gotten to the point where I'm just used to. I've been humiliated humiliated publicly a lot. Um, and that's partly my fault as well, because I tend to, I used to turn a blind eye, and I've, I've kind of gotten to the point in my life where, like, shit happens, I'm just like, well, it's Tuesday, and mm-hmm. so I'm able to digest it easier than when I was 22 years old, and I was your worst enemy, and, like, you would have a very, That very... comes with maturing, though, too, Yeah, well. I mean, maturing, but also just, like, you're just kind of, it's like the old, like, like, Aaliyah again hit me up the other day, like, in shambles about um, his washing machine being broken. And that that comes with maturing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like... My, some of the situations I have going mm-hmm. on right now. Two years ago, I would have been freaking out. Right. Now, I'm just like, I still Tim, am kind of freaking out. I, I still am kind of freaking out, but I know that at the end of the day, everything is going to work out because mm-hmm. it always does. Right. And as long as I do my part, because you can't sit around wishing, hoping, and praying all day. You have to put in the work. Mm-hmm. As long as I do my part and put my best foot forward, and it's gonna that's be okay. literally all I can do. And it's going to be okay but that at comes the end with, of the day. that comes with maturing. Yeah, just yeah. based on even how you just were saying with how you would have reacted at 22 versus now at 28. Right. Because there was time, I remember one time I, when I, I lost my phone, I was at Greenhouse in New York, and... I had, phone, I had this phone for like a week and someone stole it, I lost it, whatever the case may be, and I'm freaking out. It is like 2 o'clock in the morning and I'm having a full-blown panic attack and my friend, who is Brazilian, from Brazil, moved here, not knowing any English, learned English, is thriving right now, is laughing at me because I'm freaking out over a fucking cell phone. And he was like, Chase... See, my my friend didn't laugh at me, but I have a very similar story to that. I asked, I was in Houston, Texas, shout out to Houston, and I was at Club Onyx, which is a strip club, and I had asked, I was thotting, and so was my roommate, and I asked my roommate to watch my clutch, my little clutch purse when I went to the restaurant. Is this a male or female strip club? Female. Okay. Um, And she didn't, and when I came out of the bathroom stall... My phone was Not there. The my, whole purse. my BlackBerry was there, but my purse—I mean, it was just a little clutch. Okay. But I remember her putting it next to her and texting. We were being hot. We were right, out of town. Right. And so when I came out of the stall, my purse was gone, and my purse had cash that my dad had given to me, tips that niggas had given to me in the strip club, <laughs> just for being—I was being. Wait, nice were you club. on the stage? No, I was just very flirty. So mm. white guys and stuff were giving me money. So that money was gone. My debit card was gone. My school ID, my driver's license, everything was gone. And uh, I lost my black ass mind over that. It, I, it was so bad because once I get, once I reach certain degrees of mad, there is no calming me down. And really all you have to do, you're forced to give me my space. Right. But I remember I didn't even sleep in the hotel that night because I couldn't bear looking at her because I thought I was going to kill her. So I slept in my car. Oh my god! I did. I, I couldn't. And go how old were you? I was. I want to say twenty-two. Right. 
spring break of undergrad, right. 22, and we were in Houston. We were having a good time up until that point. And I think that happened on a Wednesday. And I ended up coming, going back to Oklahoma City early because I had no money. I had no idea. I couldn't do shit in Houston. Right. So I need to take my mm-hmm. ass back to my apartment. And fine. and then I was so mad because I had to end up, they would not let me keep, because Secretary Jesse White um, of Chicago sent me a temporary license. And I was going home, I think like in 30 days for something. Oh, because it was the spring break and then the semester was going to end. So I'm going home. Right. But they forced me to get an Oklahoma driver's license. So you know I was, really? being a Chicago girl, I was, oh, so as soon absolutely as, not. as soon as I touched Chicago soil, where do you think I went? The DMV, the trade that I shit right sure back in. I sure the fuck did. <laughs> I wasn't walking around with no, I do not need people Mm-mm. in Chicago. I'm going up to the club and this is no shade to Oklahoma, but I am tried and true Chicago. Right. I did not need anybody mm-hmm. thinking I was mm-hmm. from Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. I would like... even rock to Houston. I tried to get, I think I tried to get a driver's license in Houston. But I had no idea. I was using my friend's ID. But you know how they're like, we need three pieces of mail. Right, right. So, I almost had to get a jersey ID, and I said no. I had to use my friend's address. Because I was like, I can't. That's my sister. My sister, when she was uh, subleasing her first time going to New York, she was in Jersey, mm-hmm. and she refused. I refused, too. She refused. It's Give a me pride that thing. New York no. ID, baby. I don't do Jersey Mine ID. still says Brooklyn. I haven't lived in Brooklyn in at least five years. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh-oh, it's about time to renew that. I know. Okay, whatever. Um, actually, I actually have a similar story, too, because I remember one time I went to Mexico. So back in the day, Californians, we went to Tijuana because we were underage and we couldn't drink in the 21 and over clubs you all out still, here. A lot of people still do go to Tijuana. Really? Kendall just went to Tijuana for Memorial Day. I believe that was. Tijuana or Rosarito? He went to Tijuana with his girlfriends. And I was so mad because oh, I've never been to Tijuana. No. And I was like, y'all could have made room for me in that car. And Plus, I spent the night? Mm-hmm. Plus they say that they got a good doctor there that pumps the girls. I'm sure they do for like $5 in the bathroom. No, they say he's legit and your shit still be jiggling. Mm-mm. So at the time I was like, oh, let me go get a little hip, a little booty. Mm-mm. But I was, you know me, I get scared. What if something goes wrong? Mm. Then it's not a U.S. doctor. They're not going to help right. me. Right, and that insurance is not My insurance. <laughs> Blue Cross is going to look. I'm on a thread with Blue Cross anyway. They're going to be like, uh-uh. Yeah, but we ended up at, we went to this club that was closed. So we went, we got all the way to Mexico. The club was closed. And so the cab driver was like, you know, we could take you to a gentleman's bar. Sure, we're in Mexico, whatever. Right, my, this is my first strip club. I was 18 years old okay. in Tijuana, and it was probably at this point like 2 o'clock in the morning. That's the What hour. time does the city shut down there? Uh, we usually walk across the border when the sun is out. Oh. Yeah, no, it's, it's intense. Um, and like, you literally, you drive, for, for those that don't know, like we drove from LA or Orange County, parked at the border in San Diego, walked across the border with our IDs, partied it up, and then we walked back across the border into San Diego, and then drove back to my friend. So you can walk from Mm -hmm. San Diego to Mexico? Mm -hmm. And we used to stay at my friend. Do you have to have a passport? uh, No. Just an ID? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, as of tomorrow, we don't know what we're going to need to get there. Right. I'm building a wall. (laughs) Tomorrow's election day, guys. When will they hear this? On Wednesday? Mm-hmm. Jesus. We're gonna claim we it. Are... We're gonna claim it. Hillary, Hillary. Clinton, the 45th president of the United States. And the first woman in oh, office. I'm so, I so much we excited. are claiming it now. We're claiming it now. Ooh, and if something happens, by the time we post this, we will have a new president. I'm 
I'm about to cry. I can't do this, Jay. And my birthday is inauguration day. So, yeah, I'm, y'all you're better. You're with HRC mm-mm, mm-mm. and not DJT. No, 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 please. Um, but, but yeah, anyhow. I found me losing my ID in a strip club Shit. in Mexico. And I was like, my dad does not even know that I am out of the country. All I would think is how some Tijuana is going to take my ID and do some fraud. Right, do some, well, I mean, I was like 18, so there ain't nothing to take. I mean, you got fresh credit, though. That's a fresh social. Um, yeah, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> but yeah, it was it was a mess. But um, I ended up finding it, and I ended up giving the stripper in the strip club a lap dance because I didn't trust her touching me. Why not? She was wearing stretchy pants. Oh. It didn't make any sense to me. Yeah, I'm not in a strip club. I was like, why are you wearing stretch pants? You're in a strip club. And so I ended up... And then and, and then I, her hair was falling out. Oh. <laughs> I was like, you need some vitamins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Like, I literally, like, got off of her lap and there was the hair in my hands. I, I was so to, disgusted. Yeah, that would have been I was so more than enough for me. Um... So, moving on to Miss Jane Doe, and you actually posted something on your Facebook page that, like, really caught my eye, that I, like, was bawling, um, about the girl in Cosmo, Cosmo Magazine, oh, whose hair yes, was yes, that is out. my, um, that is one of my former co, in case you all have not heard, I am no longer with AfterBuzz TV as mm-hmm. of last week. Oh my gosh, so that is her. Yes, Stephanie Giorgi. She's AfterBuzz. Yes, she was my, the very first show that I did on AfterBuzz was uh, the Bad Girls Club. Mm-hmm. And I did that with former Bad Girl from season nine, Kristen Kelly, uh, Jesse Janity, and Stephanie Giorgi. So she holds a very special place in my heart because that's the fir- one of my first ever co-hosts. Right. And uh, it was very emotional. I remember when she cut her hair and we talked about it. And what's so funny is I just saw her last Monday, which was my last day at After Buzz. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's, it's funny how Did you know that come... she was doing the Cosmo no. interview? Okay. But it's funny how things come full circle mm-hmm. for me because I have not seen her in a while. We right. talked on Twitter and through text messages because she loves the Fosters. And I recently started binge watching the Fosters on Netflix because it is such a good show. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we, we text about the Fosters all the time. Um, so it's funny how things come full circle that I saw her Monday and she was, and that was my last day. That's and funny she... because I was trying to find her information because mm-hmm. I read the article after I watched the video, and I said, and I saw After Buzz, and I was like, no, that's not her. No, and it's my, her. Like, she used to always have a ponytail. Ooh. And uh, but what I did not know, I say all that to say is I watched it because Tiana Hobson, who is one of my friends and being Mary Jane co-hosts when I was on the network, um, Tiana shared it to Facebook, and I ended up watching it because I remember when Stephanie cut her hair. She said she was losing it, and I was like, okay. Like, I remember because it did get kind of thin. Right, it did get kind of thin. So I was like, okay. But I had no clue about her sexual assault. Mm -hmm. So that was a lot to take in because this is someone who I genuinely not only like, but I really do love Stephanie Giorgi. She's Mm -hmm. an amazing person. Oh my gosh, she's so sweet. So to hear that, I just was like, wow. And I never like, you know, I'm not good with people getting emotional because it transfers onto me and then I'll end up crying too. Mm-hmm. So to find someone, to see someone that you love and revere crying. But I'm glad that she had the platform to tell her story. I was very right. empowered. I was right, very right, 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 right. Uh, proud of her because that was a courageous step to sit on such a public platform and and discuss something so personal um, and it's not like like how you did the writing. Mm-hmm. It's you recounting it through the spoken word. Mm-hmm. Like it, that's a lot. So 
Um, yeah, kudos to her. Yeah, shout out to her. Yeah, and like I was, I saw it on your page, and I immediately posted it on my page. Um, and it was just, it was crazy because basically the story was that like she was sexually assaulted, she was drunk, by partying, like an Uber or Lyft Uber, driver. Yeah, Uber or Lyft driver. Um, and she, she was leaving West Hollywood. Mm-hmm, and then basically she said that her, because she wasn't emoting it, because she was keeping it all in, her body was rejecting her hair. And she was losing, literally losing her hair. She said because I hair. didn't cry, my body my cried. My body cried, right. And she was like losing her hair. It eventually became so thin that she shaved her whole entire head mm-hmm. off. And, you know, and it, it was at one point where she said that, you know, like, how do you tell your father that you were sexually assaulted and that you made the quote-unquote mistake and you know the best thing that you could say to someone is that i believe you and like i'm literally in front of my computer like crying um mm-hmm. that all makes sense now it all makes sense because i'm you you said like oh i'm not gonna tag you in this but i'm never gonna see it da, 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 da. and then i after i researched and i saw the after buzz i was like no this can't be her but it is her yeah i did i purposely did not tag her we're facebook and all that stuff right, friends right. but i purposely didn't because i saw that other <clears> people <throat> had gotten a hold of it and they were tagging her and i just didn't personally it just went against my better judgment mm-hmm. so i didn't publicly tag her but she like i said she'll see it yeah no she and like shout her so i just kind of wanted to you know bring that up but also the fact that uh this jane doe which we don't know her real name but she was actually scheduled to, to to do a press conference, and she was the one that was allegedly assaulted by Donald Trump at the age of fifteen. Mm-hmm. And she was scheduled to do a press conference, and ended up canceling it while she was there. Mm-hmm. Um, and sheer I'm sure fear, she had plenty of threats from threats from Trump supporters. Oh yes, and probably fear Ray for Pulcher. her life. Because the thing is, if you really think about it, if this woman would have come out and shared her story. Even as a Jane Doe, people would have found her information just like they did with that Derrick Rose Jane Mm -hmm. Doe and when they made that public. And her life would never be the same. That's why I am, this story aside, I am so enthusiastic to see what Shonda Rhimes is going to give us for this upcoming season of Scandal because she has had more than enough material to work with. Oh, this whole presidential campaign... We got Hollis Doyle, who's the mm -hmm, Donald Trump, mm -hmm. and Melly's running, even though she's Republican. Even Melania, like with her accent and her speeches and her her, right, and this is like social media. How are you going to talk about social media bullying when your husband leads the charge in Mm -hmm. social media bullying at three a.m. after being angry about a debate or at noon? Shit. So yeah. yeah, the Jane Doe probably, in my opinion, while I think that her story um, would have been interesting, I think that it would not have made that much of a difference, honestly. Because people at this point have their mind made up. Right. You coming out and telling a firsthand story of how you were sexually assaulted by Trump is not going to make his supporters drop him. Mm-hmm. And for the people who are not supporting him, it's like, okay, and it's Tuesday. Right. And I think it, it would have backfired. Right. Like we we've we've seen it all. Like we know who this man. We've is. heard firsthand. And it, grab her by and the it pussy. has not right. And that's that has all we not need to changed hear. election. He is still. He is still still an election. He is still the um, front runner. He he is the Republican nominee. Mm-hmm. So she probably did herself a great favor. But I would have loved to have seen what would what made her pull out while being there. What made her pull out from going forth with this? I mean, it tells me some type of scandal shit. I feel like Olivia I don't know, Pope no, I'm sure showed she got up. Paid. Oh yeah, for sure. Donald Trump, like, Olivia listen, Pope. Listen, mm-hmm. this is what you're not gonna do. You're, you know, like 
Olivia Pope should uh, be. But I just, it just it makes me sad that people are put in a position where they're scared to tell their truth. And that's, that's our very culture. And, and that's so With sad. With social media nowadays, this is not nice. You can find anybody. Where you can go into hiding. Mm-hmm. Social media, it takes you one can try that sign. and you can go into hiding. But nope, there are people around you who you think are your friends who will quickly take that payday from TMZ mm-hmm. and rat your ass out. There's no escaping it and your life will never be the same. So there's Look at a Melina, lot of um, Obama. Who? Or not Melina. Um, Obama's daughter that was um, getting caught up. In the twit pics. Oh, Malia. Malia. I said Malena. My cousin's name was Malena. Okay. When Malia got caught up with this. Yeah, no right. one's safe. No, no one's but safe. But I'm just saying, especially if you come out. First of all, Trump supporters are already just the worst. Mm-hmm. And you going to come out and say something like, like they would have literally. Ooh. Well, they already were. That's why she canceled it. But it was going to be that times 10. Right. And then the fact that no one was actually really talking about it after she canceled it was just even more like sad, saddening to me. So, I mean, like. Wherever you are, Jane Doe, maybe she listens to it. Or to Kiss and Tell Radio. Maybe. Um, you know, you're Power not alone. Jesus. You are not alone. Your story is still valid. And I believe you. And completely valid. Oh, I believe you too. Especially after Grab Her By The Pussy. Mm-hmm. Won't be grabbing my pussy. Did you see the Dave Chappelle thing too? What happened with Dave Chappelle? So Dave Chappelle... I did see his publicist came out and was mad at the media because his publicist said Dave Chappelle would never say well, it was like humorous was but he would never interview. say anything in support of Donald Trump yeah basically he said he was kind of saying that you know Donald Trump didn't say that he was sexually assaulting people he said that because he's famous he could grab grab him by the pussy and so that and, Bye, and, and because and because they're saying that he is famous that he can do it is consent so you're saying David. oh because I'm famous they're consenting like I was like mm, and then a reporter misconstrued, quote unquote, misconstrued what he said as a Trump supporter. He's like, no, I'm not a Trump supporter. I'm just saying the media is saying that he's a sexual assault. When these women are probably saying that, that Donald Trump could grab them by the vagina and the genitals. Not buying he, it. Some like, probably mm, are, but most aren't. But most aren't. Um, and that was the point that kind of... Especially women of status. Keep in mind, he was talking about Nancy O'Dell. Not, the, not your local, you know, Ralph's cashier right or the girl that was in the club nancy odell who's not only a married woman but she has her coin ain't nobody not saying that disenfranchised women would be more open to it but i'm saying it is important to note who he was referring to when he said grab her by the pussy right um that is a full-on assault i wish somebody would grab me by my genitals mm -mm -mm. um so i'm sure you know it is Trans Awareness Month. Yes. So I think we have two episodes the day in of November. Rem- day of Visibility is coming up. The Day of Remembrance. And Day of Visibility. There's two? Yeah, there's a Trans Day of vi- Visibility. Hmm. Even though I think that might be in March during Women's History Month. I always get them mixed up. I remember the Trans Day of Remembrance is, was yes. the same day I kissed until New York. And that was a good and a bad thing because there was a lot of emotion in the building. Yeah. And we saw the video. And we already know New York is very passionate as um, a yes. demographic. Um, but I actually saw this article um, online about Native American and trans. And I kind of resonated with me because my ex, um, who is from Long Island, he was actually Native American. I forgot what tribe he was part of. Um, but he was Native American. And he would kind of explain to me, like, you know, Native Americans look as trans individuals as having two spirits. Um, so mm-hmm. I saw this article, I was reading it, and it was kind of, it's not, 
I'm not going to say it's like a drag performance because it's not at all. She performed in a pageant. It was a pageant. Before you even go into that, it should be noted that trans people in tons of different cultures were looked at as third gender, two-spirited, the quote-unquote gatekeepers. Mm -hmm. And damn near every culture prior to colonization. So prior to white people. And the first line of this scene says, before white sellers came, dot, dot, dot. That's the first line of this article. That is absolutely true. (laughs) Shout out to... uh, Gina Rosero, who is a supermodel and an associate of mine, she actually educated me on this. That's why in Thailand and in certain West, Af- even in West African cu- customs like the Yoruba tribe, um, I know that in Hawaiian culture, um, I think that's Polynesian if I'm not mistaken, but in a lot of native Hawaiian cultures and <laughs> things that have not been colonized, trans people are not only seen, they are validated and they have active roles within the cultural construct of Mm -hmm. these places it's literally until white people came and forced their jesus down your throat that you believe (laughs) that it is some this crazy you know abomination idea right so this person um sage chanel um she was actually part of this pageant so i just wanted to give her a quick shout out and just kind of just you know bring that up especially the colonization and people coming in this white people which i love white people did you see that video of francesca on mtv um cheska lee yes um with the dreads brown skin mm-hmm. um no, she i haven't did a seen video it in, she does plenty of dakota right, 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 right. her series is called dakota right 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 so okay. she basically came out with something like you know it's because i address systemic racism does not mean i am racist or hate all white people um she's you should married be to mad. a white man right you should be mad not at me but at the judicial system and the way that society works mm-hmm. um but that's all we're highlighting and so she's I... married to a white man mm-hmm. francesca is not she just had to get somebody together over the term white fragility and she had to direct them to the de- to the professor because i guess whoever coined the term is a white woman mm-hmm. but people were like that Kudos to Francesca because I like that, her. She's that's actually friends with Flaxton. A lot, really. Mm-hmm. That it seems like it's a lot to bear being right. in her shoes, but right. she does a good job of. And she became it. famous, or well, her I guess breakthrough with with the Beyonce one, right? No. What was it? What Evelyn was it? from the Internet's did Beyonce. Francesca's been around for years. Um, yeah, because I'm I. I didn't meet her through Claxton, but Claxton introduced she me to her stuff. Uh, I can't remember what her quote-unquote breakthrough was, but I know that she's always tackled like social issues. That's how I came across her. Like mm-hmm. years, I want to say like 2009 is the first Francesca video I saw, and she's just had like this climb. But Evelyn from the Internet's did the Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Hey, those are my doves. Those are my trees. So yeah. So anyway, I just want to give her a shout out. Um, and yeah, so we want more questions because the question inbox has not been as... We probably need to like jazz it up and really promote it. We right. both could do a better job at promoting You're it. right. You're completely right. Because sometimes I won't even post it every and single week. And make it look appealing. I don't know that you wanted it to be a weekly thing. Um, oh, wait. We could do weekly. Do you want to do weekly? Yeah. Well, I mean, bi-weekly as we do the show. That's mm-hmm. two weeks to gather questions, even if right, it's right, just right, one. right, right. And I'm, I'm also going to start uh, posting the actual topics on the Kiss and Tell Instagram page. So if you guys want to kind of join in the conversation and, you know, give your own comments and stuff like that, by all means, um, jump in and get involved. And um, Shara and I, or whoever, just talk to each other about the topics because it's, it's interesting. There's a lot of stuff that's going on in society and 
Especially with this election, it's going to be a huge, huge... Um... I'm not anticipating waking up in the morning and voting. It's like I am, but I'm not like... I tried to vote on Saturday at the North Hollywood Regional Library. Did you see the snap, though? Mm-mm. The The line was wrapped around the building about six times over. Some people have been out there for four hours. One of my friends from Chicago voted today. He said that his wait time, he was in line for about two hours and 15 minutes. That is so bizarre. Have so, you ever had an issue voting, like, time-wise? Um, I think what it is is voting early, there were only certain locations open. So tomorrow, all of your local locations will be open. Like, my right, polling right, place right, is right, the right. elementary school right across the street from my house. Right. Uh, but because, like, a good chunk of the Valley's polling place for early voting was the North Highwood Regional Library, mm-hmm. it brought out people from Glendale, from... Van Nuys. Oh, so it took them six hours at the front mm-hmm. yeah. to vote early. And so it's like, even with voting, whether you're in line for 15 minutes or whether you're in line for two hours, please make sure that you use the bathroom prior to going to the polls. And you might want to bring <laughs> a little snack. Bring a handful of almonds to sustain you. Bring you some almonds or some Chex Mix. And make sure, this is something that I need to do. Easy on the water. Early in the morning. <laughs> is read up on the propositions because I don't know where I stand with all of them. And there are, I want to say, 20-something. They started in the 40s, like Proposition 42 to Proposition Mm 60-something. So, yeah, know your propositions. And if you guys get cat mail, I actually sent out... uh, Did you see the email? Oh, yeah, I see. you saw the email. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so I put a link up on the email of all the propositions in each state as well. So, yeah, check them out. I mean... Mar- oh, yeah, I was talking about California. Ones. Yeah, marijuana's on the ballot. Um, the death penalty. The death penalty. Um, veterans and their mm-hmm. health care. There's a lot of health care. I think there's at least at least two or three health care. Yeah, so that's something Those are with that... condoms and porn. If, um, these um, production companies are going to have to... Um, I thought they already passed that. That's why all the porn places left the valley and moved to Vegas. They so already they passed have... that. Yes, they had. There was a a law passed in California that you can't within have, the past like month or so. No, within the past couple years, Mm-mm, you cannot. It's on the ballot again because Ace Healthcare Foundation they had a whole PSA about this woman who contracted HIV. Yes, I remember seeing that. Right, and that but, was like last month. But from my understanding, all of the porn companies were in the valley. In Granada Hills, renting out houses and stuff, and a huge chunk of them went to Vegas because a law was passed in SoCal saying that you had to have a condom. Um, you had to have protected sex. And people who watch porn do not want to watch porn protected. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of the companies moved to Vegas. So may- maybe that's something yeah, we need more detail on. Right. Maybe there was a loophole in that. Yeah, well, maybe it was revoked. We well, you know, like Prop 8, like Prop 8 passed, and then it wasn't, and then it was overturned, and then someone signed this, and, and then, back and you know, right. That was a whole, like, what, two years of back and forth. I remember Prop 8. When I was in Chicago, I remember all the stuff about Prop 8. Mm-hmm. And that's how the No Hate campaign was uh, born. When right. you paint the right, No right, Hate right. on your cheek. Mm-hmm. That's how that campaign That whole photo shoot. Yep. So, anyhow, we're going to also, again, claim it in Jesus' name that Hillary Clinton is the president. So, Hillary congratulations. Hillary Clinton, congratulations, congratulations to Hill. the 45th president of the United Mama States. Mama Hill, we love you. Mama Hill. Um, <laughs> so, we're going to ask, believe, and receive that blessing. All right? Take care, y'all. All right. See you in two, two weeks. weeks. Will it be two weeks or is that Thanksgiving? Hold on. Let me look at, oh, my, look at the calendar. Let me look at my calendar before we sign off with y'all because I want to be accurate. Right. <laughs> and tell Kendall, tweet Kendall to tell him to, um, to come. Yeah, two weeks. It'll says, be the 21st. Oh, that's fine. That's I'll be, the week I'll of Thanksgiving. Here. I think I'm going to New York. I still don't have my driver's license. I guess reinstated next Wednesday. Monday. 
right. Well, we'll see. We've had some trials and tribulations. Two Bye. weeks and send us some damn questions, please. And we'll we'll be better with being more engaging with the hashtag. Tweet me a hashtag kat radio. Mm-hmm. All right, deuces. Mm-hmm.